0: Namaste.
1: One of the synonyms for yoga is purity. A yogi is someone who is dedicated to a life that is absolutely pure. What do we mean by that? It has many levels to it. At the gross level, there's purity of diet. Eating food that doesn't involve violence. Eating food that is organic, that is fresh. Eating food that has the highest vibrational level of prana. Fresh fruits, raw vegetables for the most part, are the most pure foods one can eat. Purity of lifestyle, simplicity, non-ostentation. Purity of words in which one speaks only the truth, in which one is transparent without ulterior motives or manipulations. And behind that, purity of mind itself, purity of thoughts, not to have hateful thoughts, angry thoughts, even if they aren't expressed eat away at one, they destroy one's integrity. And of of course, purity of behavior, whether it's sexual behavior or other kinds of social interactions, always at the highest, purest, divine level of intersubjective action. But then beyond that, the purity of spirit, the purity in which One's attention is always directed to the ultimate source of purity, to the God-self within, so that one is in a state of transcendence, transcendence of the ego, and in the presence of God. That God-presence is always there, but the impure mind never pays attention to it. It runs away from it, in fact, because of guilt and shame and a sense of inadequacy and lack that it's always seeking to fill by possessing something or someone in the physical world. And those actions are impure because they're based on the lie of the ego. The ego itself is impurity. It's a false self. It's a waste product, actually, because the ego is created out of the psychic waste of the parents and others in the family, literally out of their shadows that are taken in and an ego structure is made out of that, which has terrible negative feelings about itself, especially now in Kali Yuga. And it's torn, it's split, it's fragmented, it's confused about who it is. And so we must achieve spiritual purity above all else. But it's all the levels of purity combined that synergize to create the purity that will enable one's body-mind to be a vehicle for that Divine Presence to fill and to transmit from, so as to be a blessing to the world. And that's what we do specifically in meditation. So in the meditative state, we are purifying our mind of all egoic thoughts. And we are opening our hearts so that the emotional body is in a state of pure divine love a love that seeks nothing and yet radiates benevolence to the world and when the mind is silent and abides with the source the supreme beingness within with the ultimate mystery the absolute that is present but can only be apperceived when the mind is pure and silent. That is when enlightenment, liberation, self-realization are achieved. And so there are no techniques for this because a technique involves you again in the ego. It involves you with the belief that you are some entity trying to get somewhere, rather than simply shedding that whole impure psychic structure that is the ego and returning to our original state, which is that of the Supreme Self. The very concept of duality and separation from God creates impurity. And so we must heal that split that is within and without and throughout the collective consciousness, and bring back the realization of our unity, and the unity with all nature, with the whole cosmos, and with the transcendent source of the cosmos. And in that unified state, bring the most pure energies into this world that is starving for love and for shakti, for divine power to restore the life energy of nature herself. So our meditations are an act of service as well as an act of self-transcendence. At the end of most meditations, yogis traditionally say the words om shanti, shanti, shanti. Shanti is an ancient Sanskrit word which has two meanings. One is peace and the other is silence. And they're not really two meanings. They're really the same. Because you are only at peace when your mind is silent. And so this mantra is said three times because there has to be outer silence, there has to be inner silence in the mind, and then there is the supreme silence of unity with God, with Brahman, with Shiva, with the Self. And this is our natural state. It doesn't take a lot of training. It only takes the intense desire to let go of all of one's attachments to one's social roles, one's ego identities and signifiers, and then ultimately the mind, thoughts, conceptual constructs themselves. And when that letting go, that surrender of the mind has happened and one's attention is given completely to the Supreme Being, liberation has occurred. It occurs to no one because the realization is that the ego didn't exist in the first place, it was all an illusion. And that all along there has been only the Supreme Being, there is nothing else. That's the great joke of God. And we'll hear that laughter as we release our consciousness back to the source. So let us give ourselves the gift of the bliss of the supreme union with the one being that is the source of all.
0: Let's meditate.